Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a Tuesday night alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The sweat's aplenty as, man, you just look up and there's another goal scored. (laughs) My God, that Toronto-Tampa Bay game going on right now north of the border is something as the Maple Leafs have just taken a 4-3 lead over Sean's beloved Tampa Bay lightning so quite the game going on north of the border right now yes it is and i think it's a great learning lesson for how puck shadamas does not allow his emotions to get attached to his betting habits uh i did take the carolina hurricanes tonight on the puck line never in doubt 5-1 win i also have the edmonton oilers who should be dropping the puck here shortly on the puck line as well i stayed away from Tampa and Toronto, because even though it's a first-round game, it could very easily have been the Eastern Conference Finals because these two teams are both elite, and this has been a tremendous back-and-forth contest. Uh, Toronto just took the lead 4-3, but I don't think four is going to be the winning number tonight. And you wisely didn't take a cigar bet with me. I did not. uh, I told you the Heat would come out, and uh, I didn't think they'd win by 35, but I thought they'd win tonight and cover. And they did. Yeah, this was the most embarrassing performance I've seen. 120 to 85. You know, if James Harden could just play like he played in well, game four. I'll be honest with well, you. Well, James Harden was the James Harden we saw in the first three games. I'm not going to blame this on James Harden. No, the whole team sucked. Yeah, I think <laughs> Philly played a game that made me believe that they thought they could just outscore Miami and do nothing else. And their shots weren't dropping And they were doing none of the other things it takes to win a basketball game in the playoffs. No defense, no boxing out, no rebounding. I mean, no elite effort. And they got what they deserved. They got their butt kicked. 120 to 85, the final uh, just moments ago down in South Beach as Miami takes a 3-2 series lead. That series ships back to Philadelphia for Thursday night. 35-point win for the Miami Heat. and uh, It wasn't that close either. And the under comes home. Miami just absolutely put it on them in the fourth quarter. Uh, no mercy. Outscoring Philadelphia by 20 in the fourth. Joel Embiid, 17 points tonight. James Harden, 14 points tonight. Tyrese Maxey, 9 points tonight. It was uh, it was an ugly performance from the Sixers. 
And now Miami, one win away from moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I made a future bet last night on Philly to win the Eastern Conference and Joel Embiid to be the Finals MVP. So I'm not a happy camper now. But I saw Philly do this in the Toronto series. Granted, they were up. But I saw them basically lay down. You know, in a situation like this, I think it was game five, and then they came back and played their butt off in game six. So, you know, if they can get it to game seven, I still think there's a shot. But The difference in that, though, they were up three games to one and then closed it out in Toronto in impressive fashion. I mean, they came out in that game. Public loved uh, what they were seeing with Toronto in Toronto. They were, you know, the whole Doc Rivers is going to blow this thing, and, and they came out. Uh, by the way, just real quickly before things get going in Phoenix, uh, last night, I laid six with Phoenix. Did you join me? I did not. I laid three and a half in the first half. I didn't make an NBA bet today. Really? No. Okay. Well, I I'm didn't not- have a strong. So here's the situation today for me, Tim. I have Philly and Dallas pre-flop to win the series. And I'm up during the series in my wages. So I'm kind of just going to sit tight. I got Phoenix tonight. Yeah, I didn't have a good feel. And uh, the uh, the movement is uh, is heading towards Phoenix here late as uh, there's a seven and a half that's popped. It's a juice seven here at Circa. So uh, some movement. We'll see if Phoenix comes out raring to go against Dallas. Dallas winning both games, of course, in Dallas to even up this series at two games apiece. Uh, this feels, I was kind of hoping that the Philadelphia-Miami game would be uh, what we see here in the nightcap of the NBA slate tonight. Maybe it'll happen. Uh, but Phoenix now laying seven, seven and a half, depending on where you look. Mostly sevens out there. I do think Phoenix comes out in a big spot, um, you know, squandering that 2-0 lead. I, I want to see something from DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton has really been uh, a bit of a disappointment for me in this series. Yeah, I was I don't expecting think he's, more I don't think him. he's dominated, but I also don't think Phoenix actually runs the offense through him a lot either. So I always feel like he's trying to figure out how to be – uh, a huge, impactful type of player, especially on the offensive end. So it'll be interesting tonight. The, the one thing I want to see is I feel like the the mantle's available, like the, the chair at the head of the table is wide open. And I'm waiting for a Luka or a Jason Tatum or somebody to really just go out and go bonkers and kind of – supplant some of these stars that have been occupying that seat, yeah. you know, in the recent past. So – well, I'm kind of biased because not kind of. I'm a lot biased because I do have Dallas preflop. So I'm ho- hoping Luca wills his team to this victory tonight. Well, he's certainly capable of doing that. And uh, as you see in the player prop market, as the game's about to tip off, Luca over under 32 and a half tonight. Devin Booker 17 and a half, I believe. Aaron, what do you have? You have something with Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith was shooting his behind off. All right, he's got PR. Yeah, I saw him in the pregame. 17 and a half. Does it, is it an indictment on Booker that his player prop is only 17? It's 27 and a half. Oh, 27 and a half. Okay, I thought you said 17. I was like, God, that seems low. I was saying uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, okay. who shot the lights out in game four for the Mavericks, uh, that's who uh, producer Aaron Oster is rolling with, over points and rebounds. There you go. Get the ball right inside to DeAndre, and they call an offensive yeah, foul. Yeah, it kind of dropped the head, you know. <laughs> That was more of a running back tight uh, technique they than have, uh, basketball. Uh, they have they have called it tight there on. Uh, well, I mean that's oh, an offensive foul. Come on, it's not offensive foul. Come on, <laughs> terrible. 
That's Get out of Dodge. Terrible. That's absolutely. And call it fair. Don't call it like you're better. Well, no, it's because it's a difference. When the guy is bigger, it's not his fault that. He, well, when you so, lower your shoulder like you're Walter Payton, you know, in 1985, trying to run through the Giants' front seven, that's drilling an offensive foul in basketball. Yeah, that's a terrible call. All right. Uh, so things underway in Dallas and Phoenix. Scoreless there. Uh, unfortunately, our uh, our editor Oliver was trying for a quick hit. Yeah. Uh, he went no run. He the got, old the old NRFI. Yeah. He got hit quick. Yeah. You know you know you, know, you got to lose it right away though. So you know you don't have to wait and just you know it's over. Uh, Maybe he, he'll run down like I did and show that cheetah speed and go get another bet in. He went. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. No run first inning. Unfortunately, the Angels uh, did not hear that uh, Oliver was going no run first. Yeah, and I bet the Rays tonight, so I didn't like the two runs either, Oliver. I was actually pulling for you for selfish reasons, <laughs> but you know we were both rowing in the same direction. All right, uh, still to come in uh, just a little bit. Edmonton hitting the ice against Los Angeles. Uh, you and I agree. That's right, Connor McDavid. Let's go, baby. Uh, we are expecting a big night from the Oilers. Uh, you've got puck line. I do. I've got puck line. I also have three-way money line okay. uh, as well for the Oilers. We can both win that. I'm thinking 5-1. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm thinking 5-1. A nice little... Uh, Edmonton. Five, let me clarify. 5-1 yeah, yeah, Edmonton. Let's not yes. have 5-1 LA. Yes, that yes. would not be uh, super How enjoyable. much time is left in my uh, lightning game? Minute 46 oh, to man. go. Yeah, you, you need a goal. And yeah. Quick. Yeah. I mean, the Lightning can't blame anybody else. They were up 2-0, and I feel like they let their foot off the gas a little bit, especially from an energy standpoint. And, man, to be honest, you know, as great as he's been, I just don't know that Vasilevsky's elite anymore. I mean, Toronto's great on offense, but, I mean, a couple of these goals were, you know, they weren't, like, the most difficult. By the way, I bought NHL 22 for my PlayStation 5. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got to go to YouTube, get a tutorial. A little hard? Little, oh my gosh, <laughs> man! We saw this happen last night. Now, a guy missed the empty netter. Yep. And the Panthers scored and won in overtime. I'm gonna call the same occurrence here in this Lightning game. Lightning's gonna find a way to get this tied up at four, and they're gonna win this in overtime. Well, not the start I was hoping for is Dallas up ten to three right now on Phoenix. Oh yeah, let's go Mavericks. Yeah. Let's go, Mavericks. Not great. This is what I wanted to see, too. I wanted to see Luka come out and, and win a game that they weren't really supposed to. Well, it's, it's early. As you said, it's, it's the NBA. It's three minutes in, but uh, certainly a good start for any Dallas backer out there. 10-5 to five the score right now. And uh, Dorian Finney-Smith for our producer, Aaron Oster, hitting a three. Uh, as he has become 
apparently a, a sharp shooter recently um, as he is uh, he is on the board. So we got a whole lot going on. Sean and I waiting for Edmonton to get rolling here. Uh, that'll come up in about 10 minutes or so. Tampa's uh, making one final push. Come on, Tampa. Do it for Sean. Get a little overtime. Yeah, let's do it. See, Sean can get the puck luck to work his way when I want the other team to win. But tonight, I would I would love for you to have a victory in this one. It's probably not going to happen. How much time's left? 20 seconds. Yeah, we're going to need a miracle. I think DeAndre Aiden just picked up his second foul, too. Yeah, because he's trying to cheat. No, they call it on Dallas. Oh, see? Refs are cheaters. Refs are cheat. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, unfortunate news coming out of Memphis, uh, in addition to getting their behinds beat last night, uh, John Morant done for the playoffs. Yeah, I hate to see that. And, you know, especially Knee on an injury that well. didn't seem that significant. Well, and I'll say this. They tried to, you know, John Morant put out the, uh, you know, they broke the code tweet, then he deleted it. Because what happened to him did not occur on the Jordan Poole grab. He has a knee bruise that was sustained prior to anything Mm -hmm. that Jordan Poole tried to do. So, you know, not to say that Jordan Poole should have grabbed at his leg like he did, but it didn't seem as significant as uh, now final seconds ticking off here, Sean, and that's going to do it. Yeah, see, Toronto uh, has beaten Tampa Bay 4-3 to to take a 3-2 series lead. Yeah, it'll go 7. We'll be back in Toronto. So I'm going to say it now. Just go ahead and bet Tampa in game six in Tampa. They'll win that game. And then it'll be for all the marbles in game seven, which is what we anticipated and thought when this series started. The Toronto gets the win four to three. Another over in the NHL playoffs. It has been a overfilled NHL playoffs. And another one hits as Toronto beats Tampa Bay four to three. We're up and running. It's the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at Zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The Edmonton Oilers about to uh, take the ice. Let's go. North of the border. And uh, one final opportunity to get in on the Edmonton Oilers. Join me and Sean or fade me and Sean. Uh, you could take the Kings right now. Uh, you can get as high as plus $2 on the LA Kings to win tonight. Uh, if you want to roll the puck line, uh, some spots it's gone as low as even money. You could still find puck line around plus 115 out there. I grabbed it last night, a plus 120. So uh, here we go, Oilers. Let's try to make this happen. And uh, that game about to uh, get rolling there. Two to two in that series, Kings and Oilers. And uh, we will see if the uh, the Kings can uh, can get it rolling here. Uh, sorry, the, the Oilers can get it rolling here. Yeah, I think Luca has a, a real estate company or something because he's, he's building homes from scratch right now. He's putting some bricks up. But Dallas has the lead. 
You you do not like Luca. Oh, I love Luca. I bet Dallas. By the way, I was looking at these odds. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mavericks twenty two to one to win it all, man. Good luck. I'm just saying it's two two. Yep, they got to win two more series after this with one player. Well, they got they have more than one player. I mean, they got a good defensive team. Jalen Brunson showed it. I'll book it. No, it's not likely. That's why you're getting twenty two to one. But I think there's value there. I don't. I mean, you can't bet it now, right? Because the game's going. Yeah, I, I don't. Here we go. I, I would have taken a twenty two to one. Well. When they lose tonight, you can get better odds. <laughs> Who says they're losing tonight? Me. They're losing tonight. Uh, I'll cigar bet that. I'll take the Mavs tonight. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bet. I like the Mavs. I like what I'm seeing. I like the look of it. All right. Uh, Phoenix right now trailing what by game four. What game is this, five? Uh, this is game five, yeah. Yep. I got to run in a Braves game, too. I have the Braves tonight. I have the Braves, the Rangers, and the Phillies. Why not? Yep. You were just, you're the fireman over there. It's firing away. Hey, my big bet is Hurricanes puck line paired with Edmonton Oilers puck line, and I'm halfway through that one. Yeah, good win tonight for Carolina. They win 5-1. to one. Under actually comes home in that one uh, with a total of six. Actually, it, it pushes. I beg your pardon. So it pushed on the total uh, over in Toronto, Tampa Bay, and uh, off to a 1-1 start in Minnesota between the Blues and the Wild. Uh, just a quick update. I know people don't really care about no-hitters nowadays because it happens all the time, but uh, Justin Verlander at this moment in time does have a no-hitter through seven. Uh, he's walked two batters, so it's not a perfect game, but pretty efficient through those seven innings, 76 pitches, so he should stay out there. Uh, he's having a tremendous year. Like, he is. He's, he's, he's dealing right now. Uh, maybe we if could these, um, we throw that game on in the corner. We'll uh, yeah, if these, we, Oliver, your bet's already dead. It's okay. We yeah. can we can move the Angels. If off these Astros bats would wake up a little bit, <laughs> yeah, the Astros still eighteen and eleven. Great start to the season there. Uh, but yeah, Justin Verlander right now, no no through seven. As uh, we head to, uh, we are in the top of the eighth inning between the Astros and the Minnesota Twins. We're going to talk to our friend Dieter Kurtenbach coming up bottom of the hour as the uh, Golden State Warriors right now entering today, the favorites to win the NBA title. I don't either. I think the only reason, Sean, they are is because they're the only team up three games to one in their respective series. Now, these odds, remember, if you're looking at them right now, they have not been adjusted after the Heat game. Now, the Heat won't rise that high, but the reason the Warriors are where they are is because they're up 3-1, now John Morant is out, obviously, for the remainder of that series. Uh, so you would think something crazy would have to happen for the Grizzlies to come from 3-1 down without their best player uh, for the remainder of the series. But I, I agree. I Look, I don't know. It, it's a really fascinating discussion to have when it comes to the odds right now to win the championship, Sean. Because if you told me the Warriors, Suns, Celtics, or Bucks won the title, I'd say, yeah, I could see it. Heat, I, I'd have to, I'd have to squint a little harder. Yeah, I still just, I don't, I don't feel any different about them than I did pre-flop before the playoffs. Just a matter of time. I don't think they can beat the the Celtics or the Bucks. I agree with that. I think the winner of the Celtics Bucks series. And once again, Chris Middleton remains out, which is. Detrimental, and, and I think, you know, these odds reflect the fact that the second-leading scorer for the Bucks and is out and uh, will not be playing in this series. Um, but, you know, 
it is um yeah, I don't know. I mean, you you would look to fire on the Mavericks. Once again, these odds are Yeah, I like the Mavs. I I, I like the Mavs' ability to defend the wings. And that'll play good for them if they can get past the Suns. So I think that's a a a, a even series in a lot of ways, Mavs Warriors, especially with the way the Warriors are playing currently. Yeah, I would I mean, I would agree in the sense that the Warriors in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinion aren't really playing all that well. I didn't think they played that well last night. I mean, and they played tremendous in game 4 uh when they, you know, put up 142 points and weren't missing, but I I I have a hard time envisioning a team like Dallas and they're off to a great start here tonight against Phoenix. I just don't think they've got enough outside of Luka. Luka is See, I disagree with that. I just think Luka covers some of the other offensive ability. When Luka was out, man, Brunson was yeah, playing at an all-star level. They played Utah. Well, I mean, you got to play who's who you're up against. I, I understand that, but I'm not going to take I mean, people much. have Golden State favored. They beat a, a dead-in-the-water um, Denver team, and, and then they're, they're playing a Memphis team who, I mean, from a basketball IQ standpoint, they're not that high, and now they're without John Morant. So yeah, it's they also like, went – what, they were 20-2 and two this year without John Morant? Yeah, but, I mean, come on. I mean, Utah's going to blow up. They're, they're going to disband that team after this year. I'm just saying it's not like the Warriors have went through a murderous row, and they're sitting here at plus 200. No, and I, I don't agree with the odds where they are right now. I would not bet the Warriors yeah. to win this. I just, look, I understand where you're, where you're coming from with 22-1 to one odds. I think it's wide open. I just, I can't. I still don't think they win this series, the, the Mavericks. Uh, they've, they've shown much better than I expected. Going back home and winning those two games surprised me. I, I've been a bit disappointed in the Suns because I think the Suns, I mean, I bet the Suns to win the West, and now I could get a better number on it uh, because they're not playing all that well. Um, but I, I just don't think the Mavericks, as phenomenal as Luka is, I don't think they have enough, especially let's say they were to get out of the West. And now if you had a 22 to one ticket, Sean, you could hedge right. hard on the other side. I don't think they have enough firepower to beat whoever comes out of the East. I believe in the Mavs. I really do. And if they were to play Boston, they got the best player on the court on their team. They do. If they play Milwaukee without Chris Middleton, you know. I think Middleton would be back by then, but I don't know what percentage of right. you know, he'd be, what percentage he would All be. I'm saying is it's not like there's this juggernaut that they have to beat. And at 22 to 1. I don't know what the hell the Mavericks would if do. If you rank the players left in the playoffs from 1 to 10, Luka's in the top three. Oh, sure. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, they're they're walking into any gym just completely outmanned. And and look, Brunson has played really well. Uh, he stepped up massively uh, in the absence of, of Luka. Hardaway, of Dorian Smith. I mean, they got guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not, yeah. getting, I'm not getting all. Hot and bottom well, I mean, over, you, over I, Dorian Finney-Smith. Well, I mean, that's the thing with the Warriors is I'm not depending on Iguodala and crew. I'm depending on Otto Porter and, and Wiggins and, I mean. I mean, they still have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay don't, Jordan, don't give him both names because he's just playing like either Clay or Thompson. He's right. not playing like so Clay Thompson. If the Warriors were playing the Mavericks right now. I'd bet Luke, the Mavs. Luka's the, Luka's the best player. I don't know about that. I mean, Steph's, him oh. and Steph are 1A, 1B, 1B, okay. 1A. Yeah. Number two is Jordan Poole. Number three no, is. No, I'm not, I'm Come not, on. I'm not elevating Jordan Sean. Poole there yet. No. Sean. No. What, Jalen Brunson? No. Are you kidding me? Regular season accomplishments don't elevate. Have you been him. watching the playoffs? Yeah. They haven't played anybody. I just told you that. He hadn't been doing that in the Memphis series. He had a great series against Denver. 
Well, he hadn't been just lights out in this series versus Memphis. He had 27 in game two. Okay, that's it. He had 20 in game three. That's nothing. I could do that. All right, I hope I hope that it comes that it is. No, I don't hope. Oh, I, I have, do. I have, I have I've a, I have got Dallas preflop at uh, 280. So are, I'm you are, hoping. You are blinded. Actually, I think I got better than that. You are blinded by the Slovenian monster that is Luka. He's, hey. he's incredible. I all love, I'm, all I'm gonna I say love is Luka. This. Even though you tried to make excuses saying the team was better I'm, without Luka. I'm plus 230. I said the offense was more fluid. I remember a very similarly built Dallas Mavericks team that had Dirk Nowitzki as their best player that won an NBA championship not too long ago. Yeah, they were locked down defensively. History repeats itself. So is this team. All right, go bet go bet them tonight. I already have. NBA Finals. Uh-oh, the Kings are scored. Not that's good. not good. Oh, that's a good start. All right, we'll talk to Dieter Kurtenbach. We'll see what his thoughts are on the Warriors. Are they complete enough to win a title? It's the nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share. Of forty-five thousand dollars in, in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com/slash/Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. First quarter winding down in the Valley of the Sun, and it is twenty-six twenty-three right now. Give me that, Booker. Oh, twenty-six twenty-three. Come on. Is the score uh, L.A. leading Edmonton right now, uh, one to nothing? Don't love that. Minnesota at the end of the first period heads into the intermission, leading two to one over the Blues. And uh, sorry, Justin Verlander, we apparently jinxed you. No more no no for Justin. He's Verlander. still he's still eight scoreless, one hit, yeah. tremendous outing there for Justin Verlander uh, tonight as. Uh, Luca hits or misses a uh, fadeaway, and that is the end of the first quarter. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, that is Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News, also KMBR. You've seen him here on this network as well from time to time. Always love checking in uh, with Mr. Kurtenbach. Dieter, let's start with uh, the situation at hand, 3-1 series lead, and because of those odds heading, or because of that series, I should say, heading into today, the betting market had the Warriors as the favorite to win the NBA title at two to one, do you agree with that? It's 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 rich. It's rich. I mean, I'm seeing what's happening in the Eastern Conference uh, with with Boston and and Milwaukee, and it's hard for me not to see the winner of that series as the the presumptive favorite, even with a good Miami Heat team likely waiting in the next round. Um, I can understand why. The Warriors have the odds the way they are, but it's just that's a little too rich for me. I just I, I I've watched every minute of every one of these Warriors playoffs games five times. I'm not sure if they're any good. <laughs> I mean, they are at some, <laughs> they they are at some point spectacular. And last night they were garbage and still won. And there's a lot of positives that can be gleaned from that, but. At, 
I'm not sure that the sort of winning ugly mentality that they've taken on for a couple of games in this postseason already against opponents that are certainly not favored to win the NBA championship. I'm not sure that should necessarily be lionized given the way that the Warriors are playing. I think uh, lucky is not the right word, but certainly it takes two to tango in terms of uh, bad basketball. And the Warriors have just been the second worst team on some nights. So doesn't mean that they can't do it. Doesn't mean that they won't do it, but two to one. I mean, ugh, I, I, I don't like, I don't like that number. If you were sitting on a ticket from a long time ago, I'd imagine you're feeling pretty good, but I, I wouldn't get in on it right now. I, I just don't, I just don't like the trajectory of where things have gone so far. You know, Dieter, uh, Clay Thompson coming back from a significant injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a career 45% shooter from the field. He's shooting 42%. He's a career 42% three point shooter. He's shooting 38%. Why does it feel like he's shooting such a worse percentage than what he actually is? Because he is. I mean, he, he, those numbers are right, but it is it is peaks and valleys, and the peaks were a long time ago. He had a nice game three, don't get me wrong. He had three days off before game three, and this is one of the reasons that I, I, I just I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in the Warriors right now. It's because Clay Thompson, just I, I'm in the building. I see what it looks like. He looks slow. He looked slow last night. He looked slow in game two. He has looked like a guy who doesn't have the endurance to get through the full 40 in a playoff game. And I, I, I just see no reason. Maybe, maybe it changes, but I see no reason to believe that that just flips that, at, you know, Oh, now he's in the Western conference Finals, So he'll be good for every game. I think tomorrow could be a really rough game for him. His legs look shot. He looks slow on the floor. When John Morant was playing, he was hunting Clay Thompson. Steph Curry and Jordan Poole were on the floor. They were viable options for John Morant to run a high pick and roll to switch to one of those two guys. And he said, no, give me Clay Thompson. Before the injuries, Clay Thompson was the guy who the Warriors wanted on the opposing ball handle. They wanted him in that spot. Teams were trying to get Clay Thompson out of that situation. And he got cooked so many times in the third quarter of game two that the Warriors just had to stick Clay Thompson in the corner. And then we get into sort of the domino effect of that, which is now Steph Curry. And this is again with Thompson or with, with John Morant in there, but if they go to the next round, it's going to be Luca or Chris Paul. They can do the exact same thing, if not better than John Morant. And now you're in a situation where Steph Curry is the guy who is with Gary Payton, the second out, the best backcourt defensive option to guard the opposing ball handler. And because you have pool and clay, that's, that's not viable. That doesn't play. And by the way, it takes away from Stephen Curry's offensive side because that man has never had to carry a defensive load. That man has been standing in the corner for eight years now, nine years now, and then he can do cool stuff on offense. Now you're asking them to be a two way superstar. Oh, that's a, that's a tall ass. Steph Curry's incredible. And I, I do think that he is legitimately a good defender. He has gotten so much better in the last couple of years. And I think he is a legitimately good defender this year, but that puts him in foul trouble. That puts too much weight on his shoulders. The clay Thompson thing is a big, big issue. And uh, even in this market where we're microanalyzing every game, I don't think it's being discussed enough. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and, and you could tell, I mean, he was a, a lockdown defender for a good chunk of uh, his career, and now these injuries have kind of caught up to him. We're talking to Dieter Kurtenbach, San Jose Mercury News. Also catch him on KNBR in the Bay Area. It, it sounds even crazy to ask this question, but mm. a career journeyman in Gary Payton Jr. gets lost on a you know a dirty play by Dylan Brooks, but he's gone. Yeah. How big of a loss 
is that? And and you said, you know, people aren't talking enough about Clay Thompson. I don't think people are recognizing the impact of Gary Payton Jr. and how well he was playing mm-hmm. defensively. Well, first, we should be very clear that there is a Gary Payton Jr. and there is a Gary Payton the second. He's Gary the Payton Jr. is not actually in the league. Yeah, no, uh, Gary Payton had two sons uh, with two different women around the same time, and he named them both Gary Payton. So good for him. Uh, one of them was the second, one of them was junior. So we got the second, he's out. Uh, I just love sharing that fact because I find it terribly interesting. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of theater curtain box floating around somewhere. Uh, no, it's... Uh, uh, it, 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 he was starting in this Memphis series from game one, Gary Payton, the second was, he was starting for a reason because the Warriors top defensive option on the perimeter was Andrew Wiggins. And really it was Gary Payton, the second. And so you put him on the opposing point guard, you have Wiggins, you have Draymond floating around. You feel pretty good with that, right? Cause then clay and Steph, they're not taking on that big of a load. And you get pick and roll stuff, you're, you're usually okay for most of the game. You might get a little hairy at the end, but you're good for most of the game. And Peyton is an incredible on-ball defender, and he can play power forward in the Warriors' offense. Just hang out in the dunker spot at six foot two, six foot three, because he can fly that high, which is also kind of, in a way, what led to his injury. Um, this is the domino effect again. The second he went out, the Warriors' game plan then had to be, oh, well, now Clay Thompson has to take on a defensive load. And they found out very fast, oh, that ain't going to work. So now Steph Curry has to take on a defensive load. And if that takes away from the offense and who knows how that manifests as these series continue, if this goes to a game six, that's just another game of hard work that Steph Curry has to do. Um, it puts more and more pressure on Jordan Poole to be a plus offensive player, something that he, you know, he's young. It's not something you can necessarily count on every night. It demands that Draymond Green not be a liability on offense, which again, you never know. Uh, it, it really messes up the Warriors lineups. I mean, Otto Porter had a great game last night. If Otto Porter doesn't have a really nice game last night. The Warriors are cooked because Clay Thompson was bad. Jordan Poole was bad. Damian Lee played like 14 minutes. So you already know you got a problem there. I mean, that maybe that's the biggest conversation point. The Warriors are having to play Damian Lee 13, 14 minutes in a playoff game. Yeah. I'd say that the loss of Gary Payton, the second was a pretty big deal because you're going from a player who has unquestionably above average characteristics in a certain skill set to a guy in Damian Lee, who I, I'm not really sure why he's in the NBA. I mean, it's harsh, but like, I, I don't know what it is he does other than be Steph Curry's brother-in-law. So we've gone from uh, the son of, an, <laughs> we've, gone from, we've gone from one of the two sons named Gary Payton, who is an all-time great defender. You know, it's in his DNA to be a lockdown defender on the perimeter to a dude is around for nepotism. So yeah, it, it, it's messed up some stuff for the Warriors. Hey, Dieter, final minute here uh, as we talk to Dieter Kurtenbach. Tomorrow, right now, you're looking at Golden State, four-point favorite on the road and a total of 218.5. What's your uh, what's your vision of what to see tomorrow night in Memphis? I, I, I would imagine that Memphis has to play more or less the same game that they played yesterday, which is they go all in on defense and they just pray that they can knock down some shots. And they probably will because they'll be at home. But the Warriors were woeful, woeful from beyond the arc. And I thought they were getting some pretty clean looks. There was a point in that game where the teams were collectively shooting 6% from beyond the arc on like 40 attempts. It was god-awful basketball. So I would expect the Warriors to, uh, to, to certainly play better. There's some regression to the mean there. I'm not really sure if the Grizzlies have more than about 100 points in them with the lineup that they're rocking with Desmond Bain's situation. It's tough. It's tough for me to see the Warriors not winning and covering. Yeah. 
He is Dieter Kurtenbach. Great stuff, man. Great As stuff, always, Dieter. we appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. Follow him on Twitter at Dieter San Jose Mercury News. It's a nightcap. Come on, Oilers. You're on the power play. This is the nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only 59 bucks. you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. For the next few months, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business, and it'll all be right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have all the access to it. Adam Burke has his daily best bet emails, JVT, great insight breakdowns of each game, all the way through the NBA Finals, and Andy McNeil will be breaking down all the action on the ice as well. We'll have also plenty of coverage. The schedule will be released on Thursday for the NFL. Best bets on golf, UFC, NASCAR, everything you want. You're going to want full VEASAN access and the full VEASAN experience, which also includes Point Spread Weekly, our daily betting tools, and our live video stream. Only 59 bucks for a subscriber through July 31st. Head on over to VEASAN.com slash spring. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. I stepped out, Sean. A little coke uh, during the break, and uh, a look at the TVs out there at the Mega Bar. Okay, and there I see your beautiful mug. That's right, man. Yeah, that that Circa commercial on the San Diego Padres broadcast was uh, being shown. If you looked over your shoulder, you would have seen yourself over there. Nice uh, during the break. So, we gotta get a copy of that. Did yeah, I'm sure you could get it. It's my acting debut, actually. Make my Q rating go up a little bit. Really? Yeah. You're yeah. in it. I'm not in it. That's your seat's there. <laughs> my seat is there. Mike Palm is in my seat. Uh, but, yes, uh, if you haven't seen that, go check that out uh-huh, on Derek's Twitter feed. I think I tweeted it out, too. Where's the guarantee? Yeah, here's the interesting uh, deal with uh, Dieter Kurtenbach, who we just had on from the uh, San Jose Mercury News. They don't seem happy. You know, it, it, he basically reiterated Sean what we yeah. kind of were saying. The same like they're not, before. they don't have like this blind enthusiasm and faith. Like they're worried as well. Like Clay looks like a shell of himself. Remember, Clay missed free throws. I think it was at the end of game one or two in Memphis that almost cost him the game. Yep. And like he never misses free throws. By the way, I'm really nervous in what's going on in uh, Edmonton, and L.A. Yeah, it's not. I great. mean, L.A. is pepper spraying. Yeah, the Edmonton goalie. Not I mean, great, Sean. Yeah. We and we just had this, a power play. Nothing. Get this turned around here quickly. Not great. Not great. But a good thing about Edmonton, they can score in bunches, but I, <laughs> I guess you got to get one to get two. Uh, yes, that is uh, that is true. I am excited with what's going on in uh, yeah. Phoenix right now. My yeah. Mavs putting up a legit fight. Uh, 38-32 right now. Mavericks leading. Uh, DeAndre Ayton will have free throws when they come back from whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Break. Uh, your current live line is you see it on the screen. Suns minus three and a half, and uh, you can get the Mavericks on the money line at plus 140. Uh, and, and I'll say this, an encouraging sign for the Mavericks, and I did take the Suns first half, so that looks like a losing bet. Uh, unless we see some magical no, run No, I'm, I'm cool with that being a losing bet. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, but they did this. They sustained and actually increased the lead with Luka taking his break to start the quarter. Luka back in. So uh, Luka on the bench, and they outscored Phoenix 12-9. to Now two free throws coming here for DeAndre Ayton. Uh, but it has been uh, a, a kind of a... I don't know if it was a slow start for Chris Paul. Two points, got a four assists. He's doing what he does. Uh, Devin Booker with uh, with 12 already. Uh, I, I really believe, and we'll see how much they get him involved, I think DeAndre Ayton has to be a, a key p- role uh, tonight uh, for, for Phoenix if they want to win this game. In the past couple of possessions, they've gotten it inside. So uh, 38-34 after a pair of free throws. Luka back on the floor here for Dallas as uh, Dallas leading the Mavericks, or excuse me, Dallas leading the Suns with six and a half minutes to go, and uh, Maxi Kleber just missed uh, missed an open look for three. But yeah, what? By the way, our Oilers, Sean, I don't, getting like, out- I don't like the flow of the game. They are getting outshot fourteen yeah. to two. Yeah, for I, don't, the love I, of God. I do not like the flow of the game. I mean, they are pepper spraying the Oilers goalie right now. This is not great. I'm just I don't know. I don't know what's going on tonight. Not ideal. So. NFL at it again, Sean. Let's see what they did. Today, kind of a couple little leakages uh, from from some local media uh, members, but they did announce on Christmas Day as part of the, I believe, triple header that will be on Christmas Day this year. Sorry, NBA. The King's coming. You will have smack dab in the middle, the reigning NFL champs, the Rams hosting the Denver Broncos and this game oh, yeah. will this, oh, yeah. this game will be also on uh, on That's big time. on Nickelodeon too. Get the kids involved, get the uh, get the slime well, out Russell's there. Russell's kid friendly. Yeah. So Stafford. I mean, Sean McVay is a kid, so you know, <laughs> got that. Uh but the Rams early line minus two and a half. But man, this is man, you want to get the juices flowing? I know NBA, it's kind of like a, a time honored tradition. Okay, we'll watch LeBron on Christmas Day. We'll watch Steph Curry on Christmas Day. Right. Broncos, Rams. I mean, that's appointment watching right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, the NFL knows what they're doing. Did they announce the other two? They didn't announce the other two. Those will come out on Maybe we should go ahead and book Thursday. tickets. You want to go? Christmas Day? Nah, I'll be home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the presents will be open by nah, the game. Nah, will kick at 1.30. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we do have to go to a game this year. Schedule comes out on Thursday. I think we should go to UNLV game. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to go to a UNLV game. I'm, I'm good. Well, I don't want to take you to an NFL game or, until I see how you behave in public. You know, just take you. How I behave in yeah. public. Yeah. I mean, I see how you behave on a nightly basis in here. So I'm very positive. 
I'm very encouraging. Mm. You know, I root for my squad. I encourage them to do better when they're not. Yeah, I don't know about that. So let's do like a, a UNLV game. I'm not going. And to then it. if you pass the test, then we'll we'll, we'll not, bump it up. I'm not going to and it. go to a Raiders game. I'll, I'll go. The only UNLV game I'll go to is if we get Notre Dame. If we get Derek's private plane to fly us to South Bend when Notre Dame plays UNLV, that's UNLV that's plays a, Notre Dame this season. Yeah. Oh wow. They're getting their mil- They're getting a couple million bucks. Yeah, that's how that's how Notre Dame going to get a good record. Schedule the UNLVs of the world. Oh, I like it. Gotcha. Uh, they also play, who do they play? USC? Yeah, I definitely want to go to USC. Is that in Cali or is that here? Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend, Cali. Wow, why was on the holidays? Oh, that's in Notre Dame, USC I'm talking about. Yeah. By the way, uh, do you see uh, your long shot to win the title? Yeah, I heard uh, Addison is in Jordan town. Jordan Addison checking yeah. out the uh, the Longhorns. Is it going to be hooking ho- hook them horns? Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I like Texas. I like where they're headed. I mean, do they have the interior line on both sides of the ball to, nope. to win it? But I think the Big 12 is down. So here's here's what I'd say to your long shot prediction. And by the way, it's 100 to 1. So right, there are so it's worse, worth it. Yeah. Worse bets to be made. The issue I have with the Longhorns, first off, we hear this every year. Oh, you know, Texas is back. And then they go 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Steve Sarkeesian as a head coach. Great offensive mind. History is not on his side as a quality head coach. Okay. They have talent. They did very well in the transfer portal. Could they get Jordan Addison? I don't think so, but it's possible. that The old wide receivers coach at Pittsburgh is now at Texas, so there's a tie there. I'm sure Texas money. Matthew McConaughey might be dropping like $100 million to get Jordan <laughs> Addison. I don't know. You better do it quick. Yeah. Except I have to rein in this NIL. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the worry I would have about Texas is that that Alabama game week two. Now, that game could, if they somehow, some way, could beat this juggernaut of Alabama because Alabama is loaded. I don't think they have to actually loaded. win that game. But here's the issue. They just can't get embarrassed. So, Sean, how many teams mm-hmm. have made the college football playoff with two losses? Zero. Right, but I'm saying but I don't think the Big 12 is that good Oklahoma State's preseason top ten. Brought back everyone from an 11-2 team last year. But my point being, they, a, a, a talent, the two, talent that Texas has now, at least in the skill positions, and this is all based on Quinn Ewers and what he actually is. That's still an unknown, but he could be anything. So my, my worry about Texas would be, okay, maybe they're better. And, and they probably are. They went 5-7 and seven last year. So they are, they are better. And they, they did well in the transfer portal. Like you said, they got skill position players. I don't think... They're running the table. They have to go to Stillwater in late October. I'm not worried they about have the, the conference. Oklahoma, they have the Oklahoma game. They have to win. I'm getting 100 to 1. I understand. Right. But they're losing to Alabama. So I'm not, like, overthinking this. Right. Like, I'm just looking for high upside teams that have great value. And Fair. that's what Texas is. Right. If they lose their first two games, okay, my ticket's dead. So what? I took a shot. Well, they, I could go, they won't lose their first game. If you could, right. Well, they might. Louisiana Monroe beat Liberty last year. That is that is true. Yeah, push Malik Willis all the way to what the third round. <laughs> You're on that one. Hey Edmonton, can you score Please. a goal? Jesus, can we get some some momentum? By the way, can you call up your guy? Is Rich Rod still there? Rich Rod's at I think South Alabama or, uh, or somewhere like that. I was gonna that. say maybe we could go down yeah. to Austin. He's at some one of those hang out, little places. I don't hang know. Hang out with uh, nah. UL Monroe. No, I sent him a postcard. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to uh, our good friend Steve Coglin. 
Stanford Steve get his thoughts on the NHL playoffs and also got to get the latest on his confidence meter with his beloved New York Mets. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap here on VC. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.